I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yeah. carry him. Yeah. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yeah. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yeah. I saw you bleeding that yeah. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Prophesy. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where's my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you, and I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her. Put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay. Go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Prophesy. Prophesy. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real.
You're so mighty, but you're full of compassion. You're the giver of a life everlasting. You're the savior of the world, Messiah. All I need, I find in you, provider. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you, my heart sings. Perfect, sovereign King, God of everything. Glory, glory to you. I lift my hands to worship. I lift my eyes to seek your holy face. I lift my voice. To honor you, yeah. There's no one else like you, Lord. I lift you. I don't understand your love. You're so patient. You surround me with your grace. It's amazing. Forgiving the way that I've been, and you changing the old me, old me. Didn't know who I could be till you show me. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you. My heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king. God of everything. Glory, glory to you. God bless everybody. We are back. And the internet is on point now. And, uh, <laughs> and I thank God that uh, we are back now. And uh, I believe everything happens for a special reason. And I know that this is the time. I didn't want to go live while this thing is choppy and skipping. Because that means that you will not receive what God wants you to receive in the correct way. So... What you're about to catch now is something that I call, uh, I, I, I want to encourage everybody to watch my video that says Beyond Scripture. It's the, it's the last video that I did live and um, I want you to watch Beyond Scripture. If you've watched Beyond Scripture, what I'm about to teach you right now is going to make a lot of sense. But I need you to share this and share this and share this. I need you to call somebody. I need you to message somebody. I need you to let somebody know that the prophet is live. So that way we can all uh, 
listen to what God has for us. So I want you to text somebody, WhatsApp somebody, do whatever you can to let somebody know that prophet is life. I'm about to teach you the highest dimension or the highest level of faith. The highest level of faith. Because remember, we have small faith, we have medium faith, we have big faith. So I want to teach you the highest level of faith. Uh, so I want you to uh, I want you to share, 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 and let somebody know. How is everybody on Facebook, on Periscope? I want to see Facebook. This is gonna be extra too much. Mm. It's gonna be too much. I want you to share, share, share. Let somebody know that the prophet Lovi is live and. Uh, the Lord is about to take us to a whole other planet, to a whole other dimension, to a whole other level. I want you to share, 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 share. It's going to be too much. It's going to be beyond what you know. So I want, to, I want to thank the Lord Jesus for this time. So I want you to, to share, 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 let somebody know that uh, the prophet is live. Ah, Prophet Jimmy. <laughs> ah, my prophet, how are you? <laughs> I miss you more than you know. In fact, I'm texting you right now. Glory be to Jesus. I want somebody to let somebody know. This is going to be too much. The highest level of faith. The highest level of faith. This message is approved by Jehovah God himself. <laughs> and I'm going to teach you a, a kept secret <laughs> by, by great prophets, major prophets have kept this secret. Uh, the prophet Jimmy, I just had to call you and, and say hi to you. I miss you. <laughs> Me too. Me too, man of God. I'm live, but I said I saw you. I said I have to call you. Now before I bring out. If Orlando is a is a Makasi Mingi. Okay, merci prophet. Love you. <laughs> so catch this. I'm gonna teach you the highest level of faith. I know you're wondering what is that strange word that is written before. I w- <laughs> you see, one thing that I thank the Lord Jesus. Uh, for what the Lord has given me is this, is that God has given everybody an assignment, whether you're an evangelist, you're a pastor, you're a prophet, teacher, whatever you may be. The biggest problem I have found that people are not receiving a message from God or their audience is not growing, especially men of God, is because you're doing one mistake. Many of you, are focusing on what other people are doing and not focusing on what God gave you to do. I love a lot of great men of God, but I want to tell you this. Great people who have an assignment, you will never see me come live and talk about other people. And that's why it's important for somebody to watch beyond scripture. There are men of God that are so caught up telling you who is fake, who is not fake. That's, who cares? What matters is if there is somebody fake, Bring something that will show that that is fake so that you can save people. You get what I'm saying? 
this time of wasting talking about others, others talking about people pointing fingers, that one is right, that one, it's the most immature thing. And number two, my sons and daughters, listen to me. I encourage you to listen to people. But listening to too many people is dangerous because some people, remember when you watch Beyond Scripture, I explain this and I try to explain it in the simplest of ways, is that we function in different on different levels and different foundations. My home has four floors. This house of mine has four floors. My foundation in this house supports it to have four floors. Now you cannot have a foundation can, that can accommodate one floor and tell everybody else that has six, seven floors that their foundation is wrong. You're not supposed to have that much. This is why you have to be so careful who you listen to. It matters a lot who you listen to because too many different doctrines. Now, I'm not saying that they are bad. I'm saying understand their level. That is why it's important for you to listen to beyond scripture because it shows you when you listen to a man of God, you realize, ah, this is where they are. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because people have different doctrines of angels. People have different doctrines of this. The reality is this. The greatness of a man is by the fruits that they produce. How many people they turn to Christ. Now popularity is not greatness. But the evidence of the manifestation of God proves who is saying the truth and who is not. Or who is, in, is not in, in current truth. So it's, I encourage you to be very wise on who you listen to. And when you listen, always listen with a filter. If you hear somebody telling you, like, okay, an example is, there are billions of, of angels, literally billions, innumerable. Have you, ever met a have you ever met a person without a name? Everybody has a name, right? In fact, the spiritual principle is what you do not name, you cannot control. So God has given names to everything. Okay? Everything has a name. Somebody comes and tells you that uh, angels don't have names. You know that they've never gotten the grace to know the name. So they might build a, a doctrine saying that angels don't have names. Except the ones you have read in the Bible. But that's not true. Just, just tells you their foundation. Is that making sense? So I don't want you to be confused and find yourself here there. That's why I want you to be planted to be planted in what God wants you to do. Are you out, Claudius? Okay. That's why I want you to be planted. Now listen to me. So I want you to be careful. Just because I say, oh, so-and-so is a great man of God, I'm not sending you there. <laughs> because even people that we are co-laborers, we are working in different fields and other people have different doctrines. There are those men of God that our doctrines are the same because we are going the same direction. But somebody else may be going south. They are still working in the farm of God or the vineyard of God. It doesn't mean they are wrong. It's just their jurisdiction doesn't permit them to know certain things. It's just like you and me don't know what is happening in the Pentagon right now. But there are people walking amongst us that know what's happening in the Pentagon. They know what the U.S. government is planning, but not everybody does. You get what I'm knowing. There's the, what I'm saying. There's something called uh, 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 classifieds. Not everybody knows. Actually, very few people know classified information. Is that making sense to somebody? 
So I want you to share and I want you to be ready. Are you ready? Mm. I'm going to teach you the highest level of faith. And I'm going to try and... Kalabashia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you ready? Now listen to this. I'm going to give you dimensions of faith. And then I'll give you the pastille dimension of faith. What you see there, pastille, is the highest level of faith. I'll say that again. I wish, I wish, uh, 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 Somebody would share this and know what God is about to give you. I'm going to say it again. Pastio is the highest level of faith. Pastio is the highest level of faith. But before I explain to you pastio, you need to know the other kinds of faith. And they work also, but they're not the highest. Mm, Lord Jesus. Uh, Maria Alves Armstrong, I'm so glad to see you too. I'm going to say it again. Are you listening, sons? Even they don't know what I'm about to teach. Now listen to this. There is a dimension of faith that operates off the promise of God or promises of God. Now, the dimension of, of faith that operates with the promises of God is powerful but it's limited to only what God promised you. It is strong, it is powerful, but it has a limitation because it's confined to what God said will be. Now, somebody who operates in this dimension of faith waits upon the promise of God and the time of God for them. Now, God's time is always good. Don't get me wrong. But you are limited to God's mind for you and where God wants you to be. Somebody will say, well, what's so bad about that? Well, it is bad only because if you know one promise. It's not bad to say that it's terrible. But if we are going to measure good, good, better, best, right? Is that how it goes? Good, better, best. So in, in rating of good things, it is not the best. Because God also gives you another dimension before we get to the pastille. The Bible says, and God will give you your heart's desire. So we know that there is the promise that God knows what I need. Notice the Bible says God knows what you need before you ask. Now people don't pay attention. What you need, it means God is only responsible for the essentials. That is why the Lord Jesus said, 
Our Father, in Matthew chapter 6, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Meaning, notice, what is a daily bread? Daily bread is your necessities for every single day. So God needs you need to eat. God knows you need clothes. That is why the Lord Jesus said it like this. He said, why do you worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear or what you're, you're going to drink? Even Solomon, in all his glory, he was not dressed like these lilies of the valley. So we know that God's daily provision will dress you, will care for you, but he will give you your essentials, what you need, not what you want. Because if God is giving you what you want, then he's taken over your free will. He will not do that. Is somebody listening to me? I, sh I don't think people, I can't see comments. I don't know if people are sharing, if people, I, I don't know what's really happening. Is somebody listening to me? La Coria talamande le prevedista antu lekista aba aba abasa. Le cora basia toletante le predevista antu legista aba. Feradoste, feradoste, feradoste. Now capture this. So if God promises I will give you your heart's desire, it means that if I'm waiting on him, it is good. But it is not the greatest place to be. Aish. Ah, Bishop, you look healthy. <laughs> Glory be to God. Yeah, I made, I made uh, my son, the apostle, very well to, to wake up and come and, uh, and, and make sure the live stream is working, even though he, he just got his four, wi four wisdom teeth pulled out. Chai, you are a hero. <laughs> you are my hero. It's been a few days, uh, but he's a soldier. He came. So the internet was failing because it's his fault. He did not show up on time. <laughs> Is somebody listening? Now capture this. So the first dimension of faith is I'm functioning with what God gave me. You shall, you shall be great. Not you are great, but you shall be. Meaning it's tied to a time. You shall go high. Meaning it's tied to a time. You shall, it's talking about future. It's not talking about presently. You shall is talking about the future. It's not talking about current and present events. Mm -hmm. I wish somebody could hear me. Now, this dimension of the promise of God, it is good, but you are dealing with a promise. And if I tell you, I promise you I'll come and visit you. I am not telling you I'm coming now. I'm saying at some point, I will come. Mm -hmm. This is why when you read uh, uh, the book of Genesis, especially when you read about Abraham, God told Abraham, by this time next year, I will come and I will visit you and your wife Sarah shall have a child. But next year, Ishmael was the one that was born and Isaac did not come yet. Now, we know God is not a liar. Because God said by this time next year. Now you notice next year, Abraham is able to impregnate somebody. 
Meaning God came through. But the timing was not yet. So next year, grace was unlocked that Abraham, who was barren, who, who could not, uh, who was, who's, was incapable, could make somebody pregnant, but the visitation time according to God had not come yet that the promise will come. How do we know that? Because a day unto God is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like unto a day unto God. Mm-hmm. Now remember, God is a spirit. So when God says, I will visit you next year, it may be 10,000, it may be a thousand years from now. Or it may be next minute. <laughs> because in the realm of the spirit, we don't really measure, the, the measurement of time is completely different from here. Remember, David said this. David said, uh, you will not leave my bones in hell. But then Peter is saying, well, David said that, but we know David died and is rotten in the grave. So we know he was not talking about himself, but he was talking about who? Jesus. But everybody who heard David say, you will not leave my bones to rot in hell. They thought he was talking about himself. Because he did not give them a time stamp of the promise that God was speaking. So the lowest level of faith, faith is still good. But remember, this is not mustard seed. You know, people think that you need a faith faith like a mustard seed. Actually, Jesus was condemning faith like a mustard seed. He was condemning it. He was saying it's not good to have faith like a mustard seed. He said, even if you have faith like a mustard seed, remember, mustard seed grows into a big tree. He was not saying, let your faith be like a mustard seed. He was condemning faith like a mustard seed. So capture this. So the lowest level of faith is functioning with the promise of God. What is to come? One day I'm going to make it. One day I will walk again. One day I will be healed. One day doors are going to open. One day things are going to change. One day, I don't know if somebody. Karabasia. Are you capturing this? So now watch this. Uh, I, I want you to watch this and capture this. So even though functioning in the promises of God is good, but there is a timeline to it. Now there is now the second dimension of faith. I'll just break them into three. The second dimension of it, the first one deals with what? Promises. Are you here with me? Are you people are sleeping on me? I'm getting fired up because I'm about to drop a bomb on you. The, the first dimension of it is what? Promises. Promises. Is everybody catching that? YouTube, are you catching that? I want somebody to catch this before I hit you with the next bomb. Karo bashia sekede biasante. The second dimension of faith. Facebook, are you there? Periscope. Let me see my people on Periscope. 
The second dimension of faith is connected to the will of God. So we have good, this is the better. The better is it's tied into the promises, into, it's tied into the will of God. So a promise and the will are two different. Jesus did not promise healing. He established healing on the cross. So anybody who says, one day I will be healed, it's not a promise that you will be healed. It was a statement, it was his will. He revealed his will concerning healing. When he died on the cross, the Bible says, by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah said this. Then Peter says, by his stripes we were healed. So this is a revelation of his will. This is a revelation of what? His will. God, you know, when somebody says, "Ah, I, I, I hope I will get healed. What you're saying is that it is a hope. You are thinking it is a promise, but it's not a promise. It is his will. Because if Jesus died on the cross and you still think healing is a promise, then you missed it. Because he enacted, he took your infirmities, he took our infirmities, he took our sicknesses, he took our barrenness, he took our misfortunes, all his, our sufferings was put upon him. He died for it, that is his will. He revealed his will by taking your sickness and dying with it. So cancer is on the cross, AIDS is on the cross, blood pressure is on the cross, confusion is, this is not his promise. This is his will. That is why you find when the Lord Jesus went into the temple, he found a woman with a hunchback. Immediately he went and healed her. He didn't even ask her if she wants healing. Immediately he turned and healed her. But then there are people that Jesus, they came to Jesus and they asked him, is it okay for you to heal if you can heal me? But for this woman, Jesus did not ask her permission to heal. Jesus just turned and healed her. And everybody said, uh, uh, why are you healing somebody on the Sabbath? And the Lord Jesus said, do you think it is right for a daughter of Abraham to be sick and suffer this many years? Notice Jesus was complaining. He's saying, do you think it is right? Meaning it was not right because he revealed his will. There were people who are sick that the promise was not for them. Remember the woman who came and to ask Jesus for healing. And Jesus said, healing is not for you right now. We cannot give the children's bread to the dogs. And Jesus was not insulting her. Jesus was just trying to explain to her, it is not your time to get this thing. Then the woman said, even the dogs have a right to scraps. Hey, Jesus was shocked. Because Jesus was trying to remain in the bounds of the will of God. Then this woman hit him with this, he was like, all right, go, it is done. Are are you capturing what I'm saying? Because healing is the will of God, it is not the promise of God. Healing is not connected to promise. I'm speaking to the wrong people. Healing is not connected to a promise. There is no promise of healing. 
That is why God has been trying to heal people forever because it's his will. He never created anybody to be sick. But he revealed his will especially through the cross. Let me tell you the truth. God does not just heal believers. He heals unbelievers. I have actually seen more unbelievers heal than believers. Because believers are still operating like healing is a promise. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being his will. Is somebody capturing me? I feel like I'm talking to myself. Maybe we should postpone this. Uh, Maybe we should delete it because I'm not feeling the appreciation. So the second, di- this, this dimension of faith which is tied to the will of God is what the Bible says, if we pray according to his will, mm-hmm. that's when you can stand and say, I am, I, am, I am prospering, I will prosper in everything I do because it is his will. I am healed, I am healed. You're walking around and you're declaring that it's because it's tied to his will. My daughter Megan <laughs> says, Papa, don't delete this. I have to go to work and watch later. I might just delete it. I'm not feeling the love. <laughs> My daughter Tamala Mitchell, the prophetess, says, Chai, we've been taught so completely wrong, Papa. I, it wasn't wrong. It was just where they were. There's no man of God that is ever wrong. Just understand they did not get the deeper depth. So their truth was good truth for them. And for that period, that's why God is introducing you to the prophet Lovi, Elias, because Elias will take you to that next stage. That's the point of it. This was the right time. This was the promise of God that you will grow in the spirit being fulfilled right now. Is somebody catching this? Now capture this. So this dimension, I feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> ah, listen, I've been. <sighs> God is good. Listen, I'm too hype. I think I miss doing life too much. I think I miss doing life too much. Now capture this. I'm sorry I'm, I'm responding to people because I haven't been on the phone for some time. So even though the promise of God is good, the will of God is good, it is not the highest dimension. So a lot of people, you pray because you seek revelation to know the will of God right now. So you know, if I go where God is leading me, then I will prosper. I know if I touch what God wants me to touch, then I will prosper. If I engage with what God wants me to engage with, 
I will prosper. Right. So this is tied to the will and the mind of God for you right now where he wants you to go. But there are people who are operating in pestio, who have gone beyond these two stages. They had to go through it, but they have gone beyond it. Somebody operating in Pastille doesn't need to be told where to go. Because he is operating with whatsoever I shall tread my feet, I shall possess it. Mm -hmm. So somebody dealing with the will of God has to wait for God to tell him, go find a job at Wells Fargo. You will be the manager. So you are going to Wells Fargo because you will make it because God told you in Wells Fargo, you will succeed. Some... Somebody in Pestillo, whatsoever his feet will touch, he takes over. Uh, I'm talking to the wrong people. I don't know if somebody is capturing this, but I will reveal to you what Pestillo really is, even in depth. I don't know if I can do it all today. But this dimension, it's no longer tied to specific instruction because this person has passed the two steps to the highest step. The prophet Samuel operated in Pestillo. The Bible says, and the boy Samuel grew. And God backed up every single word he said. No word of Samuel ever fell to the ground. Notice Samuel did not need God to speak. He needed to just speak. So whatsoever he said happened, period. Not because God revealed it. Somebody is not catching what I'm saying. You, I, I'm, I, maybe I'm talking too much. I, I don't feel appreciated. Maybe we should go offline. Bishop, let's go offline. I don't feel the love. I'm feeling like I'm by myself. You know, I'm, I feel my spirit is charged up because my, I have one weakness. My weakness is I love to give. This is a real weakness. My weakness is I give too much information. <laughs> My problem is I give too much information. The pastel dimension functions completely different. No word of Samuel ever fell to the ground. No word. Meaning Samuel could say, <clears throat> God says you are blessed. God will bless you even though he said I will never bless that guy. I will never bless that woman. But because Samuel said it, God has no choice but to do it. Pastille is the highest level of faith because it's no longer bound to the will of God, to the promise of God, now you are operating like God himself. Aish. Pastille is the faith of God himself. Aish. I am talking to the wrong people. <laughs> My daughter, Maria Ave says, don't you dare go offline. Preach, Papa. <laughs> Okay, I will listen to you. 
You see, this is when revelation like this is being given. You tie your faith with your giving, big time. Because God is bringing you new fresh bread that you have never heard that is going to take you to another place. Let me explain to you something. Let me explain to you something. Capture this. They are prophets and then they are prophets. Let me explain this. They are prophets who operate with what God is saying. There are prophets who operate by the revelations of God. And then there are prophets who operate in Pestia. Now, prophets who operate in the promise of God or the will of God are those who will tell you what God is saying. If God is not saying anything, they have nothing to say to you that will change your life. But a prophet who is operating in the office of a prophet... In the dimension of the pastor faith, which is the faith of God himself. They have the ability to change the course of your life by one word. Somebody can say, your name is John. And you say, yes, it is. Oh my gosh, deep. Can I prophesy? And, never, and your life never changes. I want you to hear me very well. Somebody can say, you live here, you go this way, you turn this way, you turn, and then you're there. Yes, that's my address. But your condition does not change because they're not operating with pastille. They are revealing to you what God is showing them, but they cannot do beyond what God has shown them. The great prophet Elijah operated in the pastille dimension. Samuel operated in the pastoral dimension. I don't know if somebody is catching this. The reason why uh, uh, the greatest spiritual mystery is this. Let me explain to you the difference between listening and engaging spiritually. Uh, I just saw somebody's comment there. Let me go, go down. Let, let, let me go, 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 go up here. Yeah, go up. I think uh, Destiny Ruth Obiakezo said, not, not trying to, to give, to giving. Please let us hear the word of God without financial conjoining. God bless you. Uh, let me explain to you. That is why you don't grow spiritually. Let me explain to you why people don't grow spiritually. You can scroll the thing. It sounds good, but it's a false doctrine. Let me tell you why it's a false doctrine. Anybody, you see, Christianity is a spiritual thing. This is where a lot of the church, you miss it because you listen to the wrong people. If you read your Bible carefully, Nobody ever encountered a prophet or went to the house of God or be in an activity that is spiritual where God is without carrying a sacrifice. Let me explain to you why. This is why we have a lot of people that are tied spiritually and they don't grow spiritually. Because you think your growth spiritually is only centered on information. No, it's a spiritual activity. The Lord Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit. Meaning when God is speaking, there is a spiritual exchange that happens. Mm -hmm. Now, what you don't know is this. Spiritual things can never be transferred unless there is a sacrifice. 
Do you know why you received the Holy Spirit? It's because Jesus was sacrificed. If Jesus was not sacrificed, you're not getting the Holy Spirit. You think that spiritual things don't cost you. It's a lie. There is no altar that functions without a sacrifice. There is something called the grace dimension, which is the dimension that God brings you to him, but he does not bring you. Remember, God does not change. So if God does not change, what does that tell you? Spiritual things still move the same way. Anybody that knows me, you know, first of all, I don't like the money stuff. But if I tell you this is the time you tie yourself, I know what I'm saying. I have no need, people. Trust me, God, these guys know. (laughs) But what I'm trying to explain to you is this. Spiritual things are always tied to a sacrifice because God responds. The, the, The highest level of prayer, we are not talking about faith now. I'll just give you the highest level of prayer. Is tied, is tied to sacrifice. The greatest prayer is not because you prayed with all your heart. It's because you sacrificed something. Haven't you ever asked yourself, if God, God is powerful, there is no one greater than God. There is no one mightier than God. In fact, there is no other God. But God who started everything in the book of Genesis could not reverse what Adam and Eve did unless he sacrificed. God had to give to turn the events of the, of, of the course of everything that he created. Why? If he can just turn it because he's God. That tells you the highest and the importance of sacrifice. God's desire was not for Adam and Eve to be destroyed, but he could not simply just erase it and start over. He had to come as a human being and give himself up. For God to reap the result of what he wanted. So sometimes you think that you reap the result of something because you just listen to it with all your heart. Uh Uh-uh. That's not true. 100% not true. God, look at this. This is an example. This is a huge example. Karabashia kalabaste in karabase. Capture this. So this is where a lot of you are deceived. Okay, let me give you an example. Jesus our Lord goes to church. Jesus our Lord goes to church. The Bible that Jesus said he stood next to the offering basket and he was looking at how people are giving. Ah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. He's looking, he's looking at, uh, he's looking at how people are giving. Then he stops everyone. He says, "Hey, this woman gave more than all of you, because she gave out out of everything she has. She proved her great love." I don't know if somebody is catching what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Why is Jesus investigating what people are giving? <laughs> you people don't know God. You think you know God, but you don't know God. Uh, Destiny says, none of my sacrifices, go back up, Uh, none of my sacrifices can be attuned to any specific event of progress. Uh, But not to say I don't sacrifice though. I think you need to learn about giving. I love you, the love of Jesus, but you need to learn about giving. They will tell you, um, trust me, if I ever meet somebody that gives more than me, 
I will outgive them in giving. That's what I do. There are people who give bigger than me, big time. My father just shocked me because when he was here, um, what is it, last week? He went to see his spiritual father and he gave him how much? He gave him $70,000. I said, Aish, I got to get to that level. Because I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> because trust me, I do tens of thousands. Ah, I do tens of thousands, he knows. Wow. And not just to him, to a lot of people. The life of a believer is in giving. That's why the Bible tells you it's greater to give than to receive. The problem is when you are giving, you're thinking you're giving it to people and how people are going to, that is the wrong mindset and it's the doctrine of the, of the devil. But let's go back to what we were talking about. You know, for me, I get passionate about these things because I know the power of it. For God so loved the world, he gave. God attributed our salvation by his giving. What makes you think that you cannot attain something by your giving? Cornelius gave and God says that the, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Cornelius, your giving and your prayers have risen up as a memorial before God. So I have been sent. So if Cornelius never gave, he just prayed, God would have never showed up. He's being given prophetic instruction before the guy knows anything about anything prophetic. And then we have prophet people who want the prophetic but they don't give. <laughs> Aish. Cornelius' house was saved because his giving stood as a memorial before God. God said, nah. Hey, go to send your servants to go to a certain place. You find a guy called Peter. Tell him to come and help you. He will be ready to come and help you. Forensic prophecy. The guy is being given addresses and everything. And by the time his guards are getting there, God is telling Peter, go with this guy. Go help that man. Why didn't the angel of God help him? But the angel of the Lord came and connected him to Peter. Ah, you people don't understand. The power of giving. Aye. Ah. Ah, that's, that's okay. That's why I'm telling you, uh, uh, Destiny Ruth, you need to learn about giving. Maybe one day I'll get time and just teach about giving. Yeah, because I don't think people understand the power of giving. Ah, <laughs> there is nothing that turns God more on more than giving. Nothing. Nah, it's a lo it's a, it's a crazy doctrine. Nah, you're, yeah, you, they don't understand. You're right, my son. And the problem is this destiny, Ruth. Number one, where you give, why you give, who you are giving to, the ground you're giving to matters a lot. It determines your results. Big time. Now let's continue to where we were. Pasteo is the highest level of faith because it's not tied to the promises of God. It's not tied to the will of God. But it is the faith of God himself. Hallelujah. The church is not about, uh, is not about money. Is what, it's, uh, let me see that. Is a, uh, is what you give from your heart. God will accept you the way you are. Prayer means a lot to me. I will 
fellow whenever I have. Hey, people don't know about giving. <laughs> I'm sorry, Charlene, you don't know about giving. Trust me. Guys, just, you know, the thing is this. Uh, let me explain to you. Uh, keep, keep going up. Let me explain something to you. And I'm only addressing this because of one thing. Listen to me. Anybody who told you that it's not about giving, they lied to you. The spiritual realm operates with sacrifices. I'm just trying to let somebody know. If you look at Awama says, even the Sangoma ask sacrifices because they know how spiritual things work. But Christians lack the knowledge of spiritual understanding. Jesus died for our sins to give us salvation, but again, salvation is not free if you are still sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Aish! Awama, you understand. Even, even people in the kingdom of darkness understand that spiritual things operate with sacrifice. It's just because believers think sacrifice means money. And think sacrifice is what you give when you can. A sacrifice means I am going out of my way, doing what is uncomfortable, doing something that will cost me in order to give something, to attain something. That's what a sacrifice is. When you wake up to pray, when everybody, you are fasting one week, you're sacrificing the luxury of eating so that you can be in prayer for one week away from everybody. That's a sacrifice because you're not supposed to do that. You don't need to do that, but you're doing it for a spiritual purpose. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about sacrifice, I'll talk about living sacrifices, what kind of sacrifices we have and what pleases God the most. There's the only thing that the Bible says that rises up as a sweet aroma to God is a sacrifice, not prayer, <laughs> not worship. <laughs> Listen guys, you need to learn spiritual things and I think I will do a series on giving. Amen. And listen, I am one of those people that doesn't even like talking about giving. Let me, let, me, let me finish this. Let me finish this. Capture this. Pastillo is the highest level of faith because it is the faith of God himself. I'm going to finish with this and then we'll expand on it tomorrow. Okay. Listen to this and listen to this one. Pastillo literally means to believe it to be true. I'll say it again. Pastillo literally means believing it to be true. Meaning this faith <laughs> I'm going to make an outrageous statement. Pastille literally means to believe it to be true. Meaning it's a lie. Aish. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to say it one more time. Pastille is the highest level of faith. And pastille literally means to believe it to be true. So the highest level of faith is a lie. 
I know everybody is confused. Richie, Richie Mawili, I will teach about giving soon. Today we are talking about the highest level of faith. Aish, my daughter Desiree, God bless you. <laughs> I don't know if somebody is catching this. Aish. Okay, let me show you. You want me to prove to you in the Bible? Okay, go to Genesis chapter 1. Go to Genesis chapter 1. And then I will teach you. That's why I have to break it into parts. <laughs> in in, in MST, Hussein says, I'm lost, Papa. Please recap. I'm about to help you. Don't worry. I'm about to help you. <laughs> You know, spiritual things require for you to forget everything you know and start over. Mm -hmm. When you go to a higher dimension, the elevation is different up there. <laughs> the highest dimension of faith is pastio. And pastio means to believe it to be true. If I'm telling you believe it to be true, it means it's not true. But I will explain to you. <laughs> I'm a... <laughs> I should God give me the grace. Okay, let me answer this. Yes, I do know about giving, but many times I don't have, but I still pray to my God and ask asking for mercy and they will give to my father who is in heaven please understand my spiritual life is going some way far let me tell you first of all you don't give to god god receives the effect of your giving that's what i'm telling you, you don't know about giving you will one day though i will teach on it mm. be patient people don't ever act like you know when somebody's operating in a higher dimension than you if I just want now and stay quiet and let you stay there, you wonder why you're still, you don't have much to give. See, the thing is to graduate, to be in a place you can do more. Mm -hmm. But if you can't do more, but you're still saying, I know. <laughs> do you really know? It's called humility, children of God. Humility is necessary. Now capture this. Read verse 3. Verse 3, uh, verse 3 to 5. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. Amen. Mm -hmm. And God said, let there be light. Read loud, 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 loud. <clears throat> and God said, uh -huh. let there be light. Uh -huh. And there was light. Uh -huh. And God saw the light, that it was good. Yes. And God divided the light from the darkness. Uh-huh. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Uh -huh. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Okay, let me ask you a question. Was the sun existing? Did God make the sun and the moon or anything like that? So why is God counting days and nights? By what standard? 
<laughs> you're not catching pastille. God is saying, let there be night, light. And he saw that the light was good and he separated it from darkness. Meaning when God said, let there be light, he did not see light, he saw darkness. And he pulled light out of darkness. Then he said, light is good. And he called the light day and called the darkness night. And this was the first day. There is no sun, there's no moon, there's nothing. But God is telling you it's day. And it's night. By what standard? You catch it. You, you're almost, you're almost there. You, you, you figure it out. Is somebody catching this? Mm -hmm. Are you catching this? God is saying, let there be light. <laughs> and he saw the light was good, but all of a sudden you hear there is something called darkness. Mm -hmm. Now you have to understand, if light does not exist, even darkness does not exist. You see, the problem is you think when God said, let there be light, is because he was trying to create something bright. No, because light did not exist. There was nothing called light and there was nothing called darkness. So light and darkness didn't even exist. There was nothingness in the dimension of light. Ash, maybe this, you see, this is why I'm saying that some things are a little beyond. Okay, let me simplify it. Let me simplify it. Let me simplify it. Are you ready? Let me simplify it. Let me simplify it. Okay, I want you to read verse 11. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11. Amen. Mm -hmm. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, mm -hmm. the herb yielding seed, uh -huh. and the fruit tree yielding mm -hmm. fruit mm -hmm. after his kind. Uh -huh whose seed is in itself mm -hmm. upon the earth. Yes. And it was so. Uh-huh. And it was so, right? And keep read the next verse. And the earth brought forth grass. And the earth brought forth grass. And herb yielding seed. And herb yielding seed. After his kind. After its kind. Are you ready now? Go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 to 5. Amen. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth. My cousin Dan, God bless you. <laughs> uh -huh, keep reading. When they were created. When they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Uh -huh. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth. Uh -huh. And every herb of the field before it grew. Uh -huh. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain uh -huh. upon the earth. Uh -huh. And there was not a man to till the ground. So when God was saying that the earth obeyed him and brought forth fruit, it was a lie. Mm. It didn't happen. Aish, <laughs> <laughs> I think this teaching is too much for people. I think people didn't catch it. Genesis chapter 1, God is saying he called plants to come forth and seeds after its kind, and God said, this is good. And the next verse tells you, and the Lord, and the Lord saw that it was good, and the earth brought these things forth. Then you read Genesis chapter 2, it's telling you, oh, by the way, 
none of these things happened because number one, there was no rain. Number two, there was no man to till the ground. So what was God seeing? <laughs> Let me explain to you why God is not a liar so that you understand. I use uh -huh. the word lie so that I can make your word mind think. Let me, let me help you understand something. God cannot be called a liar because there is no one to oppose his authority. There's nobody, there is nobody and there is no one that cannot contend with what he says. If God says the sky is blue, even if it is green, it doesn't matter who says it's green. Nobody is at the level that can contend with him because he's operating beyond every human being. Mm. In order for you to operate in pastel, to human beings you'll be a liar, but to God you'll be saying the truth. The only reason why you don't operate in pastel is because you are tied to people's opinion. <laughs> when you say, I am a millionaire, you say, yes, I'm a millionaire in Jesus' name. But in your heart, you are doubting. Your account says, no, you're not. Your neighbor says, ah, but you live in a one-bedroom apartment. You are not. Yeah. But these things have the ability to control your opinion. Uh, I'm done. Uh, I don't know if somebody's catching what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. good. The highest level of faith has no contention. It's not about anybody. It's about what you see. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that there is no process, but it's about what you see yeah. and what you are doing and what you have decided that will happen, regardless of what anybody believes. Listen to what the Bible says. It says, and nothing will be impossible to them that pastel, to them that believe, to them that think it to be true. Wow. When the Bible says nothing will be impossible, to them that believe, he's telling you nothing will be impossible to them that operate in pastel. Wow. Eish. Amen. The problem is you, you, you contend with your own thoughts, you contend with your own reality. Remember, the reality of God, in order for the ground to bring up the fruits, he needed rain mm -hmm. and he needed Adam to prepare the ground. But to God, that did not matter. Mm -hmm. He was not waiting for Adam to be available and rain to be available for him to decide what the outcome will be. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, you decide your outcome by who is playing with you, mm -hmm. who is agreeing with you. But God does not need anybody's agreement. Mm -hmm. But his decision creates who will agree with him. Mm -hmm. ah, I wish somebody could capture this. God did not wait for a man, Aish. I, I feel like I'm on my own. I feel like I'm on my own. We're here, Papa. Pastille. <laughs> Pastille is the greatest and highest dimension of faith. Aish. Ah, I feel like uh, is YouTube there. Is YouTube there. I wish Facebook would share this like a billion times. Everybody is waiting for instructions. <laughs> Everybody is waiting for instruction. Yet there is another planet <laughs> called Pastille. Another dimension called Pastille. 
But this is only for mature people that understand spiritual things. Mm -hmm. Nobody had ever seen the blind receive sight. You know the Lord Jesus is the only one that gave sight to the blind. After him now it became a normal miracle. That's why they say nobody, the only one who gives sight to the blind is the Lord Jesus. The one who gives sight to the blind is the Lord Jesus. Notice the prophets brought people to life, but they prayed and asked God, please Lord, give their spirit back. But Jesus came and said, you rise up. Mm -hmm. Jesus was the giver of life. Jesus was doing it at his own will. It was not connected to what was going on. Jesus will feel compassion for somebody and heal them. Not because they prayed, not because they believed, not because they had faith. But we see Peter also start to operate in Pastio as the scriptures go. You see also Paul operating in Pastio and all the other apostles enter into the dimension of Pastio. It was no longer about what God is thinking, what God is revealing. It was about what they saw fit for that situation. Elijah stood and said, there shall be no rain according to my word until I say it will rain. God did not say there will be a drought. He is the one who said there will be no rain. And God was like, okay. <laughs> so imagine for three years, mm -hmm. people are suffering because one man decided there will be no rain. Ash. <laughs> this is why this dimension is not for babies. Uh, Somebody is not catching what I'm saying. Lako Rabashia. YouTube, are you there? I'm about to close this thing. I think I'll do a part two tomorrow. Go deep, go, 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 go deep, go deep, go deep. Let's see if somebody's catching this. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Is somebody capturing this? Yeah. God said that there will be rain. He said the plants will grow. So rain and Adam needed to comply to the plan. Meaning the original plan of God was not tied. <laughs> mm -hmm. Adam was coming to support what God wanted. God did not need Adam. Adam needed to support. Meaning that Adam's existence was tied into the will of God. That is why if you destroy the planet, human beings die. But if the planet is, human beings are. Because the purpose of a human being on earth is to care for the planet. So Adam was created to care for the planet, not the, for the planet to care for him. Mm -hmm. The planet was going to serve him better as long as he serves it. Somebody did not catch what I just said. Listen to me. Tomorrow I'll do part two. This was introduction. <laughs> My name is Prophet Elias. And God bless everybody. Those who are giving, God bless you. Go to prophetlovey.com right now and give your best offering. And God bless you. And I'll come back tomorrow and expand and take you deep. I haven't even taught you how to operate in it. I've just given you small principles to tell you what true highest dimension of faith looks like. You need to lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know this is shocking people. If you say, I'm a billionaire, but you only see your Toyota from 2006. <laughs> you don't see the Lambo, you don't see the Rolls Royce, you don't see those things. You have still, you're, 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 because you doubted, now you sinned. 
Mm. If somebody comes and tells you, ah, 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 but you said you have 10 cars, but you only have one. And you say, yeah, in the future I will have more. You just lied. You have not entered into now. Pastor will say, ah, it's in my other garage in my house in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I, somebody didn't catch, catch what I just said. Listen, I love you. God bless you. I'll come back tomorrow and teach you more. Amen. God bless everybody. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him. Yes. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Prophesy. I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.